everyone to Faces and Feels G Wandering Night 3. Uh, this was a great night for us. Uh, we were very excited about A Block. Uh, we were having people come over and we made the absolute most of it. Uh, we went and had ramen before in a very traditional Japanese uh, uh, place nearby that does some of the best I've ever had with ice cold beer. Uh, came back, we had a strong zero in hand and cracked that open. Uh, it wasn't just me, Amy and Mo. We also had our friends James and uh, Amy's sister Smat Gems over and we, who they don't really like follow it, but they're, they're always down to watch a bit of wrestling. And so we all had an amazing time watching Block A, got quite drunk. As a result, my memory of it is pretty foggy, uh, but I'm still going to go through it and just dive straight in. So... We started with Jeff Cobb defeating Shingo Takagi. Um, Not my favourite Shingo match. Uh, Normally, I feel like he can get a good match out of everybody, but maybe there was some communication issues or something. I don't really know, but it didn't seem to flow like as well as some of the other matches he's seen. That said, though, um, I think at the end they got it together, and I thought, um, yeah, it was very impressive, like... Shingo delivering finishes like Made in Japan and stuff to Jeff Cobb. And then also the tour of the islands that he hit on Shingo at the end was like really cool. Um, I had picked Cobb to defeat Shingo really just because I thought, well, he's got to beat some guys. New Japan are talking about, you know, or at least there's rumors that New Japan are talking about bringing him in. And so if that's the case, I was thinking those would be the kind of guys that he'd be with. So he would be in the never kind of division. So I'm picturing him in the mix with like Suzuki and Shingo and Tai Chi and guys like that. So I was like, he needs to get some win over these guys. So he has a point to even be there. So that's why I went with that. I love Shingo though. It hurt me dearly to not uh, cheer for him throughout the match, but I am glad I got the tip. So then Okada versus uh, Takahashi. Uh, This was what it was. Seemed to go for a very long time. Um, a lot of Takahashi offense, which was surprising. Um, I didn't think like, I don't know, maybe because just Will Ospreay's really fast and stuff, I didn't feel like, may, and maybe that kept me glued to that match a little bit more. I, fe- I felt like this one dragged a bit. Uh, and I found we were all just sort of started talking and, and things like that when it was going on. So I don't know, maybe I really need to lock into it, but it was like... Takahashi really dominating and then Okada squeaking out a win. So they're definitely telling that story of Okada not firing on all cylinders. So I guess that's going to be what it's going to be and we're not really going to see a a massive rise of Okada. And I'm kind of feeling better, well, at the moment anyway, about my picks and not having him super high in this A block this year. Uh, The next match was Taichi defeating Minoru Suzuki. I had picked this. I had as I was mentioning in, I think it was the night one commentary that I was really hoping would see like a a Suzuki-Taichi rivalry start to develop. And and I thought it was a a great match. I thought they like went head to head and I thought thought it was like a a career-making match for Taichi in a sense. Uh, Just as it's a real big moment to to beat his, his mentor and stuff. And then uh, in the post-match comments, like, Suzuki was just laughing and Taichi was like, look, it means nothing. It's the G1. It's another G1 match. 
He's like, it doesn't matter who's the leader. All that's important is that I'm stronger. So I wonder whether he's still kind of foreshadowing where that'll go. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Osprey defeated Ishii. This is exactly what I thought it'd be. They're both like so good. Ishii could, yeah, he's, he's just the best, man. Like, uh, I think Mo said, she's like, you can't even call him underrated anymore because everybody knows he's so awesome. It's just the he's just always going to be that workhorse. They don't, for whatever reason, see him as like IWGP world title kind of uh, material, which is a real shame because I, I think he'd take a run with that belt. I think he'd deliver some great performances and stuff, but he's getting on a bit now, so it's maybe never on the cards for him, but he's always going to continue to have great matches. And, and that one was an absolute barn burner. Loved it. Um, I had picked Osprey, so I was quite happy with the outcome. And, and yeah, it, I would recommend you go and check that one out. Uh, then it was Jay White with Gato uh, defeating Kota Ibushi. Um, I had picked him. Nobody else really had. Uh, I did not enjoy cheering for him and don't enjoy cheering for him, so I was still kind of going for Ibushi. But I, though I got the glee of winning the tip, I had the misery of, uh, of Kota Ibushi losing and Jay White winning. And then he, quite obnoxious promos like afterwards from him uh, where he's like talking, you know, clapping in the ring for extra long amount of time and all this stuff like that. So I was like, oh man, you suck. So I've gone uh, 10 straight wins in A block. Woo! That's a good lead because my B block is an absolute shit show, as I've mentioned before. So <laughs> I need to I need to rack up all the A block wins I can because the B block ain't going to be looking good by the time it's all done. Um, the next night we've got going um, is going to be who is it? What am I looking at? Here it is. Okay, it's going to be Goto versus Sonata. Sonata? Sonata, and I have picked Sonata for the win. It is Tanahashi versus Yado, and I've picked Tanahashi. It is Juice versus Kenta, and I've picked Juice. It is Yoshihashi versus Evil, and I've picked Evil, and it is Naito versus ZSJ. And I have picked uh, ZSJ, hoping for an upset and another potential defense before... Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, and maybe Naito's last or one of his last losses before like the end of the tournament. So we will see how that plays out. So far, I'm really happy with the tournament. I hope everybody watching it is as well. Um, I do want to go back and watch some of these matches from this night, slightly less intoxicated, and really take them in. Um, but we had an absolute blast uh checking it all out and enjoying it. It was really good. Um, the night was... Uh, I'll just take a moment real quick because the, the night was slightly dampened by me, though, because I was uh, informed by Amy of the passing of uh, Road Warrior Animal from the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. They were like my favourite tag team as a kid. They were, they were a big part of me getting into wrestling um, I, I, I'm like, I feel like Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior got me into wrestling. Like they, they caught my eye and I was like, what's this? 
but the Legion of Doom, like in WWF, kept me there. The shoulder pads, the spikes, like I remember going through video shops and just looking for anything that had them on the cover or in the description, in any kind of tag, multi-man tag, anything like that to catch what they could. Um, and then when when they came back to the WWF, you know, more in like the the late 90s and stuff, and I think, I think that was right, 90s and late 90s, and they did like the WrestleMania Chicago street fight with Ahmed Johnson versus the Nation of Domination and stuff. They come to the ring with trolleys and they're like, the Legion of Doom brought everything, including the kitchen sink. Like, and they actually had one. It was cool, man. Like, I love that stuff. I remember that particular match. I used to, because we didn't get WWF or WWE, whichever one it was at the time, on TV in Geraldton where I grew up, um, I, I used to buy like the WWF magazine and it would tell me everything that's coming up and everything that's been happening. And then I would sort of go to my video store and be like, hey, are you getting in WrestleMania 18, whatever the number? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah. And I'd put down my name on a pre-order and they'd give us a call like, this one's just come in. And then I'd run down and get it. And I remember being so excited. I knew what that match was going to be. And I was so excited to see it. And it was like my match of the that entire show at the time. So, man, I can't even imagine what the pop in heaven was like when, when he rolled in and was reunited with Hawk. Um, I, I briefly had the opportunity, well, not really the opportunity, but when we were in Vegas for um, All Elite Wrestling, I, I saw that he was on like a meet and greet schedule and it was... It was really expensive and we had lots of stuff planned. You know, we were getting married that weekend and stuff and I just went, oh, it's it's fine. I won't go. And I really regret it now. It would have been nice to meet him. Maybe I could have worn the shoulder pads. It would have been sick. But, yeah, either way, I, I've got a whole backlog of his podcast that I've been meaning to listen to for ages. I've always got those matches. I've still never gone back and and like watched any of their Japan stuff, like, which you think I would have because I love Japanese wrestling, but I just never got around to it. You know, I'm always like, well, I don't watch heaps of old wrestling. I'm mostly just watching, you know, the stuff as it comes out. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm gonna go watch something of his and maybe I'll recommend something down the road um, as that goes. But, yeah, I was really sad to hear about it. And then more details come out. It was on his wedding anniversary and stuff. It's just... It's just horrible. So, uh, Animal, if you can hear me, I thanks for the memories and rest in peace. I hope uh, you and Hawk will be tag team champions in heaven real soon. Thank you, everybody. Sorry to finish on a somber note. I'll see you now, uh, back very soon for the next night of G1 Drink. Peace out. <laughs>